It is cold in here, but with the air conditioner oh. off, it becomes quite warm very quickly. Well, you know. Especially with the electricity between us. <laughs> this is Peek Inside the Panic Room, where we explore our passions with zero limits, mixed with the occasional bit of chaos. You don't have to be famous to have a story to tell. So strap yourself in and enjoy the ride. Welcome to the third instalment of Peek Inside the Panic Room. My name is Matthew White and I'm your host. And today we have a man who's a proud Queenslander and has taken his hatred of cockroaches to the next level. To our listener out there, strap yourself in because today we have the doyen of pest control on the Gold Coast, one Greg Cachel from Top Dog Pest Control. Wow. Welcome. What an intro. Welcome to the couch. (laughs) Welcome to the couch? Yeah. I feel offended. Number eight. Yeah, well, yeah. as long as you're not feeling harassed. All right. We're, we're doing something it's right. Not, it's nice to know where you rank. That's, you know, in life. That's well, you are eight. Yeah. So, um, nice. top ten. Yeah. <laughs> you're in top the top ten. ten. Top ten. You're in the top ten, mate. mate. It's, it's nice to know where you sit. Yeah, eight of eight. Mm. Yeah, you're in the top ten. I've only done eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you yeah, know, when we've done 11, you'll probably be 11. Oh. <laughs> It's already good. It's already off to a good start. Oh, mate, where yeah. does it go from here? There's only one way to go. Perfect. It's uh, like we spoke. I spoke in the first one that the uh, the great words of uh, the '80s pop icon Yaz. The only way is up. It's still the same. I'm still thinking the same thing. We've got to get better some stage. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling. I'm feeling more comfortable. Oh, yeah? It's still shit. Is it? Yeah, I think it is. I think it's good. It's good so far. Well, this is a good podcast. This is a highlight. This. This is. This hey. is. Oh, I think. Look, and no offense to the seven preceding podcasts, but. <laughs> You've been my favourite so far. Oh well, yeah. you know, I impress early. I may or may not. I may or may have not said that seven times before. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm always good for the first two minutes, though. So you know, it's going down. I've heard well. Me. You know, yeah. you can achieve a lot in two minutes. That's right. So, mate, if if we talk from a marketing perspective, and you're obviously straight digital, straight up digital uh, client, mm-hmm. from an SEO perspective, or for the uh, for the really smart ones out there, the SOE perspective, you pest control Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. But I got a feeling that you're a little bit more than just that. Explain what other amazing things that you do. Well, I think the reason we go for pest control Gold Coast as a as a term is because that's just what that's what people call it. Yep. So you know, if they've got termites, they search pest guy. If they need a building and pest inspection, they search pest guy. So from a pest from a SEO point of view, yeah, that's what we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've got all sorts of aspects to our business. We do pre-purchase building and pest inspection. We have. A huge growing part of our business is pre-sale building and pest inspections. People is, think that's the same. It's not the same. So, is that an owner? Yes. Getting it done yeah, yeah, yeah. to preempt any issues. It is, and and that's why you do it, and that's why it's 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 a different inspection. We actually write the reports differently as well. So people think we just come out and just just check the house because we are pre-purchase building and pest guys, and we're good at it. We know what the buyer's pre-purchase building pest guys can be looking for. Yeah. So we're going that we're essentially, it's like if someone gave you the answers to the math test before you sat the test, yeah, that's st- what we do. I'd still fail. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> some people still do. Can't spell pitch. And you know what? Some people some people get offended when, when we go. It's really weird sometimes. Yeah. They pay you to come find problems with the house and then they get offended. Take you found quite, problems with it. Take the, it quite personally. Right. Yeah. But we're not there to say it's good, bad, pass, fail, anything. We're just there saying, listen, when you find a buyer and your agent finds, let's say your agent finds 10 buyers and then if they're a good agent, they'll work with those buyers to get them up and get them up and they'll find that one, you know, a whole bunch of people will want to pay between 850 and 880 for that house and there was one guy from Sydney that wants eight, that wants to pay 940 right? So yep. if he walks away, your next best offer is 890 This is a $50,000, that guy's getting a $50,000 building and pest inspection. Mm. And that, and yeah. they... And when you look at it that way, they go, oh, holy shit. You know, like getting a, getting a $600 inspection before I go to put this property on the market is going to give me the opportunity to find everything that, that the buyer is going to find wrong with the property. I've got a chance to get it fixed or rectified or, you know, removed. Yeah. Then I take it to market. Then the agent works with all the buyers. Then the agent gets that one buyer that wants to pay 50 grand more than everyone else. And when he calls up a random building and pest guy, I don't need to care who he gets because I know it's good. Yep. So when we go out there, 
we're aiding people in the sale of their property and we're protecting their best price. Um, and that's why when people get sort of upset when we find stuff wrong <laughs> with their property, oh, but I keep it in great conditions. Like, yeah, mate, I'm sure you do. And most buyers won't care about these things that are wrong. However, yeah. the inspector might. So I'm just telling you. And if I give you 20 things wrong and you want to fix five, that's cool. Yeah. It's all good. I'm just here to help. Yeah. You know, So that's a huge part of what we're doing. We used to do, if we do 20 to 30 inspections a week, we used to do one pre-sale. And now it's 50-50. Well, I guess that's that's a direct reflection of the market as well, I guess. It is, yeah. yeah. And it's a direct re- direct reflection of every time someone gets it done, they think, geez, that was a good idea. And then they tell everyone. So fast forward five years and everyone will be doing it. It was, it was funny you mentioned that because my dad, who is an accountant, so that says essentially his personality type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he was selling his place in Sydney six years ago, mm. he got a pre... He got a pre-sale inspection done for the yeah. house so that he knew it was all going to be okay. Correct. Yeah. So he's ahead of the curve there, which yeah. he'll, he won't hear this, so that's fine. <laughs> I don't want to say anything good about him. But, yeah, um, but yeah it, it's interesting that people would take that personally when they're actually paying for it. Yeah, I, I think that people's homes reflect who they are. So, And, and it's only a certain type of person. But most people are, are really appreciative and thankful. And they go, oh, that's great. I need to know that sort of stuff. So the word integrity starts to spring to mind now. I've heard I've heard a lot about top top pest control. Here we go. About integrity. Is there any under the table dealings? Like, does uh, has anyone ever approached you and said, just you know, give us a good report? All the time, every day. Really? Every day. Make sure there's nothing in that report. The agent, the buyer, the seller, every single day. And what they don't understand is, I'm really easy to sue, Matt. <laughs> Well, when when you when you present a report, <laughs> yes. you're liable for that. It's a legally binding. It's a legally document. binding. Yeah, it's right. very, you know, I'm a pretty lighthearted guy, and you know, I'm I'm always up for a joke. I think that's more so because so much of my life is very serious. Like, so when I'm there inspecting this house, I did one last week, mate. That was fifteen and a half million dollars. Right. Someone's spending fifteen and a half million, yeah. and they look at to me. Live on the gold they look at little old top dog in the corner there and go, "Is it good?" And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? But if there's something wrong, everything's scalable. So if there's something wrong with a $200,000 property, it's probably going to cost you two grand. If there's something wrong with a $15.5 million property, yeah. that can hurt. So I need to be very sure. Yeah. Um, and the reason we get those big properties is, is because we've been doing this a long time and we are good at what we do. They don't, you know, we, we do a lot of work for a lot of agencies around the Gold Coast and we do, we sort of developed a little bit of a niche. Not a lot of people know this, but we do two or three of the agents around the coast that are the highest prestige agents. And the reason they get us is because they deliver six-star service. So they need a six-star service pest company, building company, photographer, styling company, that everyone has to adhere to their same level. Um, And because we do, they trust us with that property. So when we go into that property, I have to be very serious. If we miss stuff, it's pretty dire for us and them. So when people say, oh, I want a good report, you know, I laugh and I jest, but I'm like, mm, with all due respect, mate, I'm just going to say what it is. Yeah. And I'm not going to, and that's, I will, I will just say this as well. We don't pass or fail. We just tell you what it is. You just, it's your data. It's just all just data. tell you what it is. I found, I, I, did, I did an inspection a couple of weeks ago and I'll, I'll really never forget this one where there was two back to back on the same day. The first one we did, I had a list a mile long. It's a pre-purchase. Someone was buying this property and it was a, just a single girl moved up from Sydney buying this property. I had a list a mile long that was wrong with this house. And I thought to myself, this is probably about a month ago now. She's not going to buy this. She bought it. Mm. Father-in-law's a builder. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. Right? She's like, yeah, that's cool. We're going to gut it anyway. I didn't know that till at the end of the inspection. Yeah. So I'm inspecting it with a, with a clear mind. I don't want to know what people are paying for it. I don't want to know what their plans are. I'll tell you what I found and then you tell me all that stuff. Because otherwise I'll be leaning one way or the other. Yeah. After that, the inspection after that, I went and did a, an inspection for a retired couple. There were two things wrong. It was one of the most perfect properties I've ever seen. It wasn't good enough for them. And I told them it was sweet and they walked away. So my point is that I can never tell people to buy or not to buy. Yeah. They had just left a really bad property that, that had scarred them for life yeah. and they ended up not buying that property and buying an apartment off the plan because yeah. they were so just mentally there can be nothing wrong even though I was like no guys this is really good but they didn't care 
it's funny because when I bought my place up here, <coughs> it had fallen, two contracts had fallen over on building and pest. Mm. And it was actually the guy that did the first building and pest. I obviously didn't know you because I would have got you to do it, but, or maybe I wouldn't have. Um, <laughs> um, now that I know, now yeah. that I know that there's no one at the table stuff. <laughs> but th- they, it was th- the guy, the two people that had, that had dumped it mm. was because there was a bit of moisture in one of the, one of the footings in the, in the back corner of the house, in yep. the house. So they yep. were concerned about that. And there was a pit and all this kind of stuff. Essentially what it ended up being is that the pit that had a, that had a pipe that went to nowhere. Mm. Um, literally nowhere. It was like this, it was like two yep. feet long and yep. just had a cap on it and the cap was loose and caused us some major issues. But once we, fixed once it. we fixed it, then it was fine. So there's no moisture in there at all now. Yeah. Um, did take us two years to figure out what the problem was. <laughs> Um, and I had a lot of people look at it, and yeah. it wasn't until one of those six-month rain events that are supposed to be every thousand years mm. that we've been having mm-hmm. um, that we were able to, to nail it. But you know, sometimes you've got to just take a punt. Sometimes, yeah. if it's if it's one thing. Oh, look, we, we even get the opposite, which is hilarious. You know, we get buyers whispering to us, "Oh, make sure you hammer this place. I want to get money off." <laughs> you know, make sure you find lots of stuff wrong because I want you know I want to negotiate. And willing to roll the dice. And again, I have to be like. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then, you know, we walk around the corner and for everyone listening, we never do it. No one ever does it. Has, I just I just report on what it is. Has anyone offered you money? I think my... Jokingly? I think my response to... My, my very clear response of, I just I just report on what I see. Probably shuts them li- down. Probably shuts them down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's ever offered, yeah. offered that because we're very clear. Yeah. I say, look, mate, I'll just report what it is. You know, if it's good, it's good. If it's bad, it's bad. If there's things wrong, you know, that's the other thing. I've lived, I was born in the Gold Coast, in the old Gold Coast. You're in the old the, Gold Coast seven. Hospital. Yeah. One of the seven. I'm one of the eight guys that yeah. were born here, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's why I'm number eight. I was born at the old Gold Coast Hospital before they pulled it down back in 1985. So wow. the Gold Coast was a country town. Like my grandfather built one of the first places in Runway Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I grew up in that house. It was a third of an acre in Runway Bay. And um, so I've been here forever. So the cool thing with that is. So many times we find stuff wrong. And then I say, yeah, but call this guy. He'll fix it. Nothing to do with me. I don't get a kickback or anything. But we're able to sort of, you know, hold on to some... some. That's why a lot of agents recommend us because we don't just... Even though we find stuff wrong, we don't just crash the deal. I don't yeah. get off on crashing the deal. Yeah. You know, if we find, oh, yep, look, there's a water issue there. You know, they've got to fix this, this, this. Look, it's probably two grand. Why don't you give these two guys a call, get some prices, you deal with them direct. They're paying for 1.5 for a house. Yeah. They negotiate with the seller, the sale goes through, and the agent looks at us and goes, oh, thanks for that. So, well, I don't care if they buy it or don't buy it. I'm here to help. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not here to, to ruin anyone's day. They want to buy it. I found something wrong, but as long as that's fixed, the rest of the house is cool. Yeah. Why wouldn't I help? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Well, you're a facilitator, really. Yeah. People are either going to take your advice or not take your advice. Yeah, and, and you know what? It, I'm, not, <coughs> I'm not stupid. It's good business as well. Yeah. If I'm able to aid someone into getting into a property... Versus just cause problems and run away. Hmm. That paints me in a good light. They're going to think that guy's a good guy, which I try to be in all yeah. seriousness. And they're going to use me in the future. They're going to recommend me in the future. So a big part of the reason our business grows is because we just try and help people out. You know, yeah. whether that be find a problem, find a solution, still still helping. I guess um, so, so your sort of job history, you were a cabinet maker. Mm-hmm. Um, learned this morning you were a shop fitter. I guess some of that, that experience helps as well. Hundred percent, yeah. Um, just knowing how houses are built, yeah. Uh, also knowing what things cost to repair. You know, a lot of um, a lot of building and pest inspectors. Actually, no, I shouldn't say a lot. Probably a lot of pest guys don't uh, haven't got building trade experience because they're pest guys, and a lot of building inspectors haven't got a lot of termite related experience. So yeah, we've kind of kind of got a little niche there. Yeah. Um, but I've obviously got in house builder <laughs> Graham from Gleason Home Improvements, who's He's got 40 years' experience in the building trade and still owns a building company. So when we do inspections, we go together. So I can always just grab Graham, and between the two of us, by the time the client says, what's wrong? We've got what's wrong, how to fix, what it's going to cost, and here's a report. Mm. And they're like, oh. That's so, easy. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. And for us, it's 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 rewarding helping someone out. Yeah. You know, because the reason I'm not a cabinet maker anymore is because it was a thankless job. Well, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. So, no, we... Cabinet maker, shop fitter, um, target lingerie, uh, male model. I thought we weren't going to talk about that. Well, we will just touch on that. My, maybe agent, a little bit, my agent will not be happy. Maybe a little bit later. Um, <laughs> but why Why decide to be a pest guy? There's a hundred different jobs you could do. 
Yeah, why does well, to be a pest guy? It sort of accidentally happened, um, but I'm glad it did. So I've always been interested in business. Basically, at school, small business and PE were my two highest ranking subjects. Yep, mine was <laughs> PE and PE. Yeah, PE and PE. Yeah, exactly. Um, but my parents have always been self-employed. Uh, my uncles and aunties have always been self-employed. I think growing up in a in a in a in the Gold Coast, which is you know on a on a straight line trajectory, size wise going up. So many people are small business owners. Well, it's um, just it's especially my age, like sure, and, and my parents' age. Well, is the, the it's not so much now, but I think it was you had to create your own job. You had to because there wasn't yeah, industry. there wasn't any industry, yeah. so you had to create your own job. Yeah, so I sort of grew up in that environment where working for yourself was just a thing that was just a normal thing. Yeah. When I met my wife, she's from Sydney, and she didn't she Good didn't girl. she didn't know anyone that was self employed. Yeah. She was like, you you finish school, you go to uni, you get a job at a company, like that's what you did. And she moved, uh, when she met me, and she moved to the Gold Coast, she's like, everyone's self-employed. I was like, yeah. So it wasn't a weird thing. Yeah. Um, but I enjoy it. I enjoy that sort of aspect of it. So, um, yeah, I was a cabinet maker, um, shop fitter. Enjoy it. You know, it was it was interesting stuff, but it, it became quite monotonous because, you, you know, you install a job, you never see the client, you never get that. You never see it really finished. There's yeah. always a stone guy or a tiler to come yeah. in. and So it's still a building site when you leave. And it was cool for a while, and I still do my own stuff. I was going to say, you still dabble? mates and family. Yeah, yeah. I just, just renov- still renovating my house. Just rebuilt a kitchen the other day, and I built an office out the back of our house. So they're good skills to have. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't – just got a bit monotonous. Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't get a th- – you know, was it worth me getting out of bed today? You know, just having that drive. Yeah. For me, that's important. It's probably more important than money, feeling like it was worth me doing something today. Um, so, yeah. Um, got out. Uh, knew I wanted to change, and my wife and I bought management rights. So we bought a, a unit and the and the management rights for a complex down in Mermaid Beach. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that sort of snowballed. Being a tradesman, I started doing the maintenance in the complex. We couldn't find a good bond cleaner every time a tenant moved out, which was just a frustrating thing. And and is my nature. I went, well, I'll do it. Get out of the way, you know. And my wife and Penny's the same. If something can be done, she'll just do it. Yeah, you know. So we started doing cleaning and then we bought a carpet cleaning machine and we thought, oh, we'll start doing the carpets as well because we're outsourcing that and how easy is that? And, you know, we did all the courses and worked it out and did a cost-benefit analysis. Went, yeah, it's worth doing. Didn't just do it because yeah. I'm an absolute over-planner, much to my wife's dismay. Before we do anything, I've got a book on notes oh, yeah. and, and the maths. So romantic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So romantic. But I've worked out the, the, the worst case, best case and probably where we're going to land in every scenario. So we did all that, and then you know, fast forward two years, we had five real estates and six staff giving us work just because we get a referral to do a cleaning job, and then I put a staff member on. It just sort of went, and it was a good business, but it had its flaws. I didn't want to own a cleaning company; it just sort of happened yeah. through that. And when we sold the management rights, you know, we flicked the the cleaning company as well because it wasn't our dream; it was just something that we we did with that business. And we started doing a little bit of pest control off the back of that exit sprays when people moved out and when we started doing it as is my nature i started to delve into how do you get good at this because if i'm going to do something i'll try and do it well and i realized oh wow this is a full-on industry and it, it reignited my memory from cabinet making we would go in and repair termite damage all the time and rebuild people's stuff and i remember thinking back then gee that's a full-on thing and now i'm in this end of it and i went oh that's pretty okay that's interesting i actually this is quite interesting. You can you can really learn this, these pests and, and this product and, and there's an element of you get good at something, you can solve someone's problem. And I knew I didn't want to go back to cabinet making. I was a little bit lost. Yeah. I was having that, you know, late 20s sort of, uh, don't know if I've chosen the right career here thing. We sold the management rights and I thought, yeah, you know what? There's something in this. I'll give it a run. I've got nothing else going on. I went and worked for Amalgamated Pest Control and I loved it, which is a weird thing because it's pest control. Mm. Why, why would you love it? Mm. But I like the customer interaction. I've also been a real estate agent for a brief period of time. I've done sales. Like it was six months and I yeah. was like, oh, I don't. Yeah. I liked the sales, but I didn't like how people saw you and things yeah, like yeah, that because yeah, yeah. I really wanted to just come from a place of helping, not yep. scamming. Yeah. Not, that real, not that that's... <laughs> Everyone. Not, not, not the real estate scam. No, it's more that that's how people see you, whether sure. you are or Second-hand not. Second-hand car salesman. Exactly. Same thing. People, it There's doesn't matter perception. if you're a nice guy. It doesn't There's matter. That's yeah. how people see it. Yeah. And when I, when I went into pest control, I realised I'm able to be helpful. I'm able to be skillful. 
and people say thank you. I really appreciate that. And I was like, yeah. I like this. Yeah. Then I looked at the business model side of it and I went, I can scale this. This is something I can do. Yeah. Right. This suits. It's got the right amount of overheads for my liking. It's I can see a, a three, five, ten, fifteen year plan, and I've got one. I can see how I can scale this with staff. I can see how I can brand this. I know how to get work because it's very similar to the cleaning business sure. with SEO and real estates and stuff like that. So I sort of had this inside track and I went, this is it. This is the go. This is this is the business model I've been looking for. And then um, off we went. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, mate, eight years later and here we are. Yeah. Top dog. So you got four or five staff and you and the missus run it and yeah, away you go. Away you go. Yeah. If I could find more staff... I'd have a bigger business. Good staff. I've got. Find. We turn away work every day. Yeah. Every day. Good staff. Um, good staff. Hard to find, and that I think that's the thing. I could have more staff, and I could have more money, but it would dilute the brand. For sure. So we we don't want to we don't want to scale for the for the sake of scaling. If I could, if I don't trust a technician in my house, I'm not going to send him to someone else's. For sure. For sure. So finding good staff's hard. Yeah. So, have you ever considered a career in graphic artistry or? <laughs> Or meme creation or... Because uh, you seem to have found a little niche there where you have the right response to virtually anything in regards to a meme, but also you're, you're quick to should the... I, should I share those with the listeners? Should we start a Facebook page? Well, I, I think that we'll have to share it's, some it's of the memes. memes and meme, some hashtag memes against Matt. Yeah it's, it's, yeah, it's more picking on Matt specifically. And Jake. And Jake. Yeah, Jake's Jake, an easy target. Jake cops it, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, but Romancer of the elderly. He's a romancer of the elderly. He does. There's no doubt. He does. All mums love Jake, Cliff. You need to know that. Yeah. yeah. If your mum yeah. meets Jake, that'll be a problem. Yeah. 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 You're, no, you're no threat with Jake. 19-year-old <laughs> is just not in his wheelhouse. Nah, not at it's, all. It's nah. um, 49 and up. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He is 27. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for him to hear that. But yeah, so it, it, it I guess it, it, it sort of atones, well, it says something about your uh, your spirit. You, you're very quick, very quick to the oh, quip. Just love taking the piss. Yeah. It's good. Life's short. Yeah. You know, I, short. As I said, I've got to be so serious. I've got two kids and I own a business with multiple staff. I'm, yeah. You know, every, everyone at like B and I at our business networking, they just, they see me and they just, oh, that's the guy that takes the piss out of everyone. Yeah. But that's because that's my only chance to do that's it. You know what I mean? I'm well, you, so serious well, all the other time. Yeah. I coach an under eight football team as well. Yeah. I'm the busiest man in Australia some days. And how serious are you with the under eight football team? Uh the right amount. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, is as long as they're listening and trying, we're laughing. Yeah. If they're not listening and trying, I it's will under, I will make them run laps. Yeah, <laughs> under eights is hard. I coach I coach an under sixteen yep. footy team and yep. that is another level. Yes. That is for a different di- reason. For a different reason. Yeah. You are dealing with a whole... Egos. Oh, mate, it's incredible. Yeah. The last two years have been tough. Yeah. Woody coach was pretty easy before that. Yes. You know, 15 and 16-year-olds are dickheads, really. Yeah. We all were. I guess we all no, were. Yeah. We all were. Some of us still are. Yeah. A 46-year-old dickhead. <laughs> so you talk about being serious every day, and I guess, like, termites are pretty serious. That's the point. You, you can't... Like, you can't fuck around with that. This is going to be very morbid, uh, this next statement, but it just is how I feel, whether it's right or wrong. It's essentially house cancer. Yeah. If you've got every dollar you want, you've ever worked for wrapped up in this thing that we're standing in it's being eaten from the inside out, uh, people may not think it's that serious who don't have it, but for the person standing in the living room who doesn't understand what's going on and that's their retirement and they're 55... And they're planning on selling that and traveling around Australia, and now they find now they find out it's getting eaten. They come at you with the same vibe. Yeah, uh, maybe not the same vibe, but in that in that moment, it feels the same. And you have to have the answers, so you have to be serious. You can't take for, the for pitch. sure. Yeah. You've got to have some sort of bedside manner. Yeah. But I, I so for people that are at home and they're like, "Oh, don't worry about termites. Nah, it's not going to hurt me." Blah, blah blah. How prevalent are termites on the Gold Coast? Well, yeah, like, I mean, as a, you and How I serious talk, is the issue? Yeah, you and I were talking about this this morning. You're as likely, if not more likely, to get termites statistically than you are to get robbed. Yeah. And everyone's got contents insurance. Well, it's way more than me because I've got nothing anyone would want. <laughs> well, the funny thing is contents insurance for your house is 800 bucks a year. Yeah. And if someone breaks into your house, they're stealing a TV, a couch, you know, a, radi- so a, a radio, some jewellery. A couple of big guys, have, big guys you know stealing mean? a couch. Yeah. They're but, keen to steal You know what I mean? Like, they're not stealing that much. No, they're and not. And you're paying 800 bucks yeah. a year to protect it. Yeah. 
Peek Inside the Panic Room is proudly sponsored by Straight Up Digital. If you're looking for an irreverent, no BS, results-focused digital marketing company on the Gold Coast, look for Straight Up Digital on all social platforms or at straightupdigital.com.au. You know, a term like barrier will cost you, you know, a couple of grand, but it lasts eight years. So you're spending four to 450 bucks a yeah, year yeah. To, for the thing that's probably most likely to happen. You're way more likely to get termites than you are to have a house fire. Yeah. You know, like not one with my one wife. In- not with my wife. I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> house fire. Right? She tried to burn the freaking thing down. Oh, no. What did you do? She, no, I meant to deserve the fire. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> She probably thought I was still in the house, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> That's more like it. That's where I was going. I didn't take the two. She, she left me some Nurofen next to the bed before mm. she went out, and mm. I didn't with, take them. And kindling in a candle. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it was a, it was a uh, ruse. But, uh, well, I, I would ask pe- like people, anyone that is listening to this, does anyone listen to this? No, Live. Live. Okay. Live listen. And that's only because she's sitting in the room. For the seven people before me that are going to listen to this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would ask how many people in your house, you know, in the last five years have had a house fire? And if you went and did a door knock, I would say, you know, probably 20 to 35, about 25 to 30% of the street would have had a termite issue. Right, yeah. And you've never seen a fire truck in that street. But everyone pays up to a thousand bucks a year for fire insurance. Yeah. And I'll leave it there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a fair point. That's a and, fair and, point. And the reason I sort of do that is, is not to be a smart ass. It's because I'm very aware I'm the dude selling the termite protection. Well, you, you, you could come across Spivy. You could come across. Yeah, and you're selling a. And I don't want to just. Life insurance. Correct. And I don't just want to say, you know, oh, you should get it because I sell it. I'd rather people go and Google the shit. Mm. Go and Google it. When you've got the stats, just remember who told you to Google it. Yeah. And we'll call it even. You know what I mean? Because my company deals with live termites every day. Yeah. So for the people that think that won't happen to them, I'm like, come sit in the truck for a week. And you'll know. So I'd rather be solving someone's problem than having that very serious conversation in the living room while they're... The, the amount of times I've have to give someone a hug because they're having a cry, mate, thousands, and yeah. it's 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 yeah. So I'd rather them just get some chemical around the house and move on, you know. Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. And then we can joke and laugh and not be so serious. And yeah, hug, <laughs> hug for the right reasons. <laughs> not for Happy the, hugs. Yeah, not for the Jake. Happy hugs. Jake reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, mate, you work with your wife. Here we go. How does she cope with that? She, she's listening, isn't she? She's she's the second listener. She's amazing. She be, yeah. I would like look, it. On I, the, look, look, from I would my, like that on the record. From my perspective, I think Penny's amazing. Yes, I think she's awesome. She's a great, well, she's I, a great I just, girl. I just work here. She's seriously patient. Yeah, I have no idea if we're profitable. <laughs> I you're, never you're see just, any. You're of just it. the help. Yep, she owns, help. she owns it. I just work here. Yeah. Is is the is the tagline? Yeah. So what's her role? Penny, I'm very fortunate, and that that's. I, you know, that's, I know that's, that's a smart sinc- thing to say, I know, but I'm no, being but I know that's sincere. Penny's, uh, Penny's in a former life. She worked for ACP magazines in marketing. Yep. So Penny was a lead marketing manager for Wheels Magazine, Good Food and Wine, FHM, uh, all those magazines. She sold advertising space and she dealt with marketing. And yes, it was a different time. It was print media and things like that, which is yep. a bit different, but she understands marketing. She's in- incredibly experienced in that. That's not to say she handles all the marketing, but what she, she's got a certain amount of business acumen, yep. which is really, really good. So Penny pretty much runs the office. She helps me run the boys. And I think the reason I can work with her is we have very different roles, very clear roles. So I handle the boys and I handle the technical side of things because I've been a technician. You know, I've, I've worked at, at the big companies and I understand how to handle clients and problems. And the boys will call me up every day and say, hey, I've got this issue. I'm thinking I should approach it like this. You know, which way do you think? But in terms of the business side... And like client management side of things, that's where Penny comes in. Yeah, she's got a really pleasant manner, but she understands the client's needs. She understands what we need as a business, and she's able to be that sort of bridge. You know, occasionally we cross over, but I think the the secret to a happy work life balance with your partner is is to have designated roles. So if you if you're fighting each other trying to do the same thing, it's not going to work. How so do you, get, you how have do you... to acknowledge that each each of you has something to bring to the table yes. and you have to know when to back off yep. and you have to know when to step in. Yeah. Is it hard to turn it off? How do you know when it's time to do you, Okay, so over the last two years, we've all had to shift to working from home in some mm-hmm. aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Your businesses and your offices at your house. Yep. Um, so there's always that element of work versus home. 
I know that we struggle because my wife works at home as well, and it's very easy to just keep working. It's very easy. It's mm-hmm. four. It's four thirty. It's five thirty. It's six o'clock. It's midnight. six quarter past six. Midnight. It's, it can be midnight every day. And <laughs> so, do you have a set process where it's like, well, Penny's like, well, I tools down at five o'clock, or I tools down at no. My answer, my answer to that is, no way. Do we ever turn off? Yeah. But that's how you know you're doing something you should be doing. Yep. So, you know, when you're, this is nothing to do with pest control. This is just my feeling. There's yeah. going to be people that totally disagree yeah, with you. Yeah, for sure. And that's cool. Yeah. That's all, That's theirs to have. Yeah. If you're doing something you want to do, you don't feel like you have to turn off. Yep. To a suit, to a, yeah, don't get me wrong. I've, you know, I'll go play golf once a week and I'll get, I'll get it out. You know, I'll have my little five hour window. You leave me alone. Fine. But if there's something to do, I'm growing a business for me that I that I love and I'm doing something that I want to do. So if there's reports that need to go out and it's 6.30, I don't, I genuinely don't want to watch Netflix. Yeah. I would rather get it done. Yeah. I would rather grow my business. There's some pretty it's good, more entertaining for me. There's some pretty good stuff on Netflix. <laughs> mate, You're I, not watching the right stuff. Mate, I... You need, to, you need to listen to White Noise Reviews. Well, you know, I hear it gets a lot of likes. It does. From you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's nothing better than a self-demonial. There's First least, person to like his own post every week is least, Matt White. And the, I, no, no, and no, I screenshot on, it and I send on. it to him every week. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What are you talking about? I, I like what this guy, the guy doing the white noise review stuff, is fucking epic. Is he? I don't know who he is. Right. I, I hear, but I hear I, he's I, lost a lot of weight. He's I want. Good. I want him. I want more people to experience him. Yes. So the more you know, the like. I like it. If I'm fifty percent of the likes, it's getting somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. should. Li- but I'm just a tip. It was how just how a many tip. Facebook accounts do you have? Well, there's you know. <laughs> Let's not get into that. There's a lot of fake profiles like and white noise reviews. There's a lot of fake. There's some fakeness. <laughs> it's entertainment, mate. It it's is. entertainment. So how real is anything we That's wa- true. That, we're, that we're watching or seeing? Mate, honestly, I would have watched... It, look, it does drive my wife insane, but I would have watched one series. in the. I would have watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the past seven years. It's a, it's a good good show to watch, though. True story. And it, and it took me a year <laughs> to yeah. get through it. Yeah. And it's not because I'm, I'm you know... I, I won't work in spot, you know, like I'll hang it, I'll, I'll come home and I'll be super dad. You know, I'll help, help with dinner and I'll do all the homework and I'll do all that stuff. Self-demonial. Well, I'll try. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all yeah. trying. Yeah. I'm probably failing, but I think I'm going all right. Yeah. But I'll be, I'll be super dad until 7.30. And I'd, I'd, I'd rather just get the laptop out while Penny's watching a show. Yeah. And I'd rather just get some stuff done. So sort of going back to your question, how do you... You know, do you ever switch off? Penny and I'll Penny and I'll go to Melbourne for a weekend and we'll talk work, but it won't be a hassle. Yeah. It's because we're growing something that we believe in, we're growing something that we want to do. And if you're doing something that's kind of your hobby as well, it's all good. Um, and if you're doing something that, that that feels like a chore, stop doing it. Do, do you think part of your issue about not being able to switch off is because you have 13 coffees a day? <laughs> I don't have thirteen coffees. It's just shots in the in the coffee. Well, that's thirteen yeah, coffees. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't drink coffee, and I know that thirteen shots is equates no, to thirteen it's coffees. Not 13. I've wound it back. Actually, I'm, I'm about about six shots a day now. Ignore, six shots ig- a day. Ignore the shacks. You must ignore be, the shacks. You must be regular. Yeah, I'm regular. Yeah, must re- that must be that must be rough being on the road. Have you got <laughs> body adapts? Body ad- the body, body adapts. adapts. If I have a quick coffee, mate, I'd be, I'd be three days without one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Ugh. Okay. So Ugh. you're saying that things to wind down. I know you've got another, apart from Penny and your two beautiful kids, mm. your other real love of your life is golf. Mm. And golf, it's, a love, it's a love-hate relationship. Golf used to be a love of my life. Yes. Uh, not so much now. Mm. And I, I feel happy that you still have a, a, a passion for it. Oh, I've had hiatuses over the years. Yeah. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've turned our back on each other once or twice, but it's a, yeah. I keep She's, going back like a sucker. Yeah. She's yeah. the ex-girlfriend you just can't kick. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yep. You keep backsliding. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She was always good she at blows this. up. Like keeps blowing up my phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you say you play, you, you found a bit of a secret. Now, I think that some people play golf with their partners and their wives because that means they just get to play more golf. Yeah. Now, that would be the worst possible situation for me. I could not, <laughs> I could never think of anything worse than playing golf with Megan. And not because I don't want to spend any time with her, but it just wouldn't happen. Mm. I just hate it. Mm. But you've, you you're killing two birds with one stone. You've you've essentially bribed your youngest your younger son, right, to play golf. Yeah, 
So you get to go and play golf with him, or he gets to go and do lessons, and you get to go and play golf. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I've got nothing to. Yeah. You got nothing to say to that. It's just, it's just a yes. The, well, it, was it was it targeted? Was it a was it a was it a hey come and play golf with dad and see if you like it and you're forcing him into it or? Well, I've I've got I've got two kids. My little daughter, she's very clever. Yep. She's very because she's far smarter than I ever was. She's smarter than me now. Yep. Right. The women are very much smarter than us. She's in she's in prep and she's already onto her third fourth list of sight words and yep. she's killing it right. Yep. But she she likes her she likes her sport, but she likes her dancing and stuff. She's not really into it. My my son is any sport. Throw him a like when he was three, I was pitching a ball to him with a plastic bat, and he's hitting it back across the room. Yeah, and he love he's like me. He's just, he's literally a clone. Yeah. So if I say, do you want to go play golf? He's like, absolutely. He'll throw the iPad across the room to just go play. Yeah. Get outside. Do you want to play catch in the front yard? He plays baseball. He plays footy. He plays golf. That's just how we hang out. So it's cool, you know. Yeah. Like when we go play golf, we're hanging out. And we're playing golf. Yeah. But we're hanging out. Yeah, for sure. It's great. And now I'm taking my little girl out and, and she's actually found that it's the sport she likes the most too. And she probably likes it because Dad and, and Heath are doing it. Penny has absolutely no interest, but we work together. Keep that all, way. We, well, we work together all week. Yeah. You know, we've got kids together. Yeah. We've got enough going on. Yeah. She loves, I, I'm convinced that she looks forward to Saturday afternoons when I piss off. Yeah. <laughs> she gets her time. She loves going to the gym. Um, I said to her one time, you know, do you want to join... I had a I had a brief aneurysm where I thought F forty five would be a good time. That was uh, yeah. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. I had a brief moment where I said, "Do you want to come to F forty five? And and she said, "Shit, no." Yeah. And I said, "Why?" And she said, "Cause you're there." Yeah. I said, "But you love the gym." She goes, "I like my time at the gym." Yeah. So that's the other secret to working with your partner is you've just got to have your own thing as well. Well, I think that's that's the secret to marriage. Yeah. Exactly. Like I think that's the secret to life. Otherwise, you've got you nothing to talk about. Well, this is it. Yeah. So, so I'll me- ask her how she went at the gym. She'll ask me how I went yeah. at golf, and it's cool. Yeah, Megan and I train together, but we do separate sessions. Yeah. So I do the early session, she does the late session, and then we can meet up afterwards and bitch about yeah. how much of a dickhead Ben O'Connor is. Oh well, how much time you got? Not enough. Ah. Spent a, we spent a whole we spent an hour last week talking about him. The Dude. guy doesn't own a doesn't own a t shirt, doesn't own a shirt with sleeves. No. Got a thousand singlets. I've never seen him in a separate singlet. He in the same a, singlet twice. He is, he is a ledger. He's one of the best. He's a good guy. He's got he's got the best attitude. Yeah. Honestly, of anyone I've ever met. It's so true. Yeah, so true. Yeah. I've never really. seen him in a bad mood to this day. No, I haven't either. And I yeah. see him, I give him a lot of reasons to yeah. tell me to get fucked. <laughs> and, and he just <laughs> smiles and he loves it. Yeah. So. No, he's a dude. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Anyway, up, props to the shake-up. Props to the shake-up. Yeah. Well, how much weight have you lost? Uh, 31 kilos. Jesus. Yeah. That's my if son. I, if, my son weighs 31 kilos. Now you have lost a child. I, I couldn't. Uh, I thank you. Uh-huh. How old's your son again? He's only eight. Okay, so he's thirty-one. I've lost an eight-year-old child. <laughs> he's big. That, that's that's a bit fucking yeah. embarrassing, isn't well, it? Well, he's actually the weight of like a nine and a half-year-old child. <laughs> he's just excellent. Big. He's an oversized eight-year-old. Excellent. Well, I, I still haven't lost my daughter, and she's she's eight, so um, she's only twenty-eight kilos. Yep. So, um, look, it would it'd be thirty-three kilos, but I haven't taken a shit for a day. So okay, when that happens. It won't be pretty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, like, I used to be super regular, but since I've been eating well and, <laughs> your body's and training, in, my your body's, body's in lockdown. It's, it's running to adapt. <laughs> when am I going to get another feed? But I was a Hold four, on to like it. I was, I was a four shit a day guy. and That was all the chocolate. Well, it was. It, it's funny, like, your body actually absorbs and keeps good food. Good food. It was yeah. just expelling all the crap that I was eating. So yeah. I needed to do that. I needed to what's go four the, times a day. What's, your, what's, what's been the, what do you think has been the number one thing you've done? Out of all the things you've done with the weight loss, that's been like the one, like that's done the heavy lifting. If you uh, could put it down to one thing, oh, like, it's, it's, like it's, everything's it's, helped, but what's what's been uh, the biggest? It's, it's definitely been understanding what I'm eating. It's definitely been. I had the light bulb moment, and they talk about food diaries and all that kind of stuff. And mm. I've been photographing my food and sharing it right. with accountability to a couple guys, yep. and you know, to Ben and to Will. And it wasn't until I th- it was the first week of doing it. Yep. And realizing what I was eating there, that I then was able to reflect on what I was eating. Yes, mate. I was a. Here we go. I was a. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I was a two eighteen pack of Kit Kat guy a week, so that's thirty six mini Kit Kat Kit Kats a week. Yeah, wow. So I, I, 
because now I eat five things a day, and sometimes I don't. I might eat four, four okay. meals a day. Yep. So I'd eat breakfast, have a snack, I eat lunch, have a snack, and then I eat dinner, and then I don't eat. Mm-hmm. Um, or I might have an apple for dessert. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> how amazing. Yeah. When I went through what my previous day would be, mm. that was when I just went shit. So when I started to actually calculate what I was eating in a day, yep. I was just like, wow. And it wasn't until that, it wasn't until after that first week when I started to really reflect that I was like, it's all just about the food. Like, mm. the exercise is good. You've got to do the exercise. But yeah. it's all about what you put in your body. Like, yeah. But I saw a photo of myself. Like, there's been many photos taken of me and you. Mm-hmm. I saw a photo of myself that I've actually... Got, I've got several on my phone. Yeah, the yeah. Ben, the ben, ben O'Connor uses in the shake-up. Yeah. For the 10-week challenge. Yeah. And I couldn't recognise myself. Yeah. Like, it was just... I, I was embarrassed. Yeah. And I was, say, I was saying to the guys yesterday, I was talking to them that I have no hair. And that's not... And it is... By choice, mm. but it's not really like I've is that, shaved. Is that full body? Oh, mate! Right. Look, you don't like, want to know the manscaping that has to go on for me just to to get out of the house. He's like a dolphin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am like a dolphin. I am like a dolphin. Yeah, mate. I tell you what, when I decide it's manscape day, <laughs> Jesus, it's Christ. move out of the way. Clear the calendar. Well, it's like it's. I, I go around looking for bean bags, whether there's some empty bean bags because. It's, we don't need to buy the little balls. It's just full no, of my hair. Full of hair. Yeah. So, um, but, but when... But so... so oh, it's I, the worst visual. It is, how, how, imagine just, just sheen. There's just, just complete hairlessness. Tell you what, Megan's a lucky girl. Just hair, the old crack back and sack. Hey? Amateur crack back and sack. Yeah. But because I don't have hair, yeah. I don't have to do my hair. So I really look in the mirror. Yes. So if I brush my teeth, it's usually in the shower, mm. Right. And then, so I rarely use so the mirror. Accountability, no accountability. Well, this is it. So, yeah. like, you know, I and I'm not one of those guys that I have wooden mirrors in my house, mm-hmm. right? Where I think that I'm anything different. But I just don't. There's no. There's no need for mirrors in for me because I don't have any hair. I don't need to do my hair. Yeah. So it wasn't until you saw the picture. Until I saw the picture, yeah. I was like, "Fuck!" It's gotten to that stage. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was the light bulb. It was like I got to do something about it. Yeah, and pe- I think. As a general rule, people, um, I don't know if it's these days, very philosophical, but discipline's harder to come by now. For sure. Because everything's on tap. Yeah. Right. If you want if you want Baskin and Robbins, someone will bring it to your house. Yeah. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna binge watch an entire series, you don't need to wait for Wednesday night yeah. for it to come on. Yeah. You just watch the whole series since it began this weekend. Yeah. And there's no like delayed gratification is such a, a hard thing now. So I think being a self-employed business owner and having things take a long time, you can relate it to sort of the same thing. For sure. As, you know, if you just didn't eat that that little thing every day, but for a year, like like it's little steps. Mate, but I, look what will happen. Mate, I lost eight kilos. I lost eight kilos in the first week. Yeah. Like, and it's just discipline. So what's you didn't that? have to do I was sho- anything. I just, just shocked my body yeah. because it was like, what the fuck is going on now? It's all mental. It is. It's all mental. But did, there's that, times that, when you want to break. But that's the crazy thing, right? You didn't have to do anything. You had to not do something. For sure. Which is crazy. Yeah. Like, if you want to win an Olympic gold medal, the shit you have to do, do yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. But you just had to not do something. Yeah. Yeah. Which, when you say it like that, you're like, oh... But it's such a habit. It's such a habit. It's such a habit. Like, like for me, but you have eating. To, eating was. But did you replace it with a good habit? Oh, yeah. Well, I train, so yeah. I've replaced. I've, I've essentially replaced my addiction to food. Not, I'm not addicted to training. I fucking hate training. Yes, I never go to training. That's why I said habit, Hopsky, not addiction. Yeah, because a lot of eating is is habit. my habit. My ha- my my you training is my to habit. Kit Kats. You were that was just your habit. Yeah. Two o'clock. They're, they're freaking good now. Oh, I know. Snickers, Kit Kats, I, hazelnut chocolate. I still get to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> but you got red hair and a red beard, so there's, there's, there's. You know. Do I? Is it red? Is it red? Those are, those are. <laughs> yeah. This has been Matt White with hair jokes, ladies and gentlemen. This has been hair that's jokes the, from the that's, dolphin. That's the only thing. I've got. Hair jokes from that's the, the dolphin. Only thing I've got. That's the only thing I've got. Yeah. Oh wow. So anyway. So anyway. On that note, we'll get yeah. some hard hitting stuff from you now. Hard so hitting. we yeah, these are the hard hitting questions. This has all been foreplay till now. This has all been foreplay. Jeez. This is just working around. Right. We're now going life goals. We're now going in. in. What's next? So 
Mate, topical. Okay. M&M's or Smarties? M&M's, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. even a maybe. No, nah, well, I think... Who said Smarties? I had Tell one me. guy say Smarties yesterday. Right. He's 55. That's it. Good guy. Old school. Do I know him? Huh? Do I know you him? You don't know him? Okay, good. We're not old friends. school. I think Smarties is old school. I'm M&M's. Yeah. Uh, every day. and, and <laughs> Every day. Well, it would be every Literally. day. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. I wish it was every day. At 2.30. Yeah, yeah. So it was M&M's every day. Yeah. yeah. If, if you had... You know what will blow your mind? For Christmas, I got one of those buckets of M&M's. Oh, yeah. I bought one for the yeah. for the guys a few months back. Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway through it. Uh, really? Yep. <laughs> I just wanted to see your face you're, when I said you're that. fucked, mate. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm halfway through it. Don't waste it. I'm gonna go it off. last. They're gonna go off. No, that'd be good. You don't last anywhere else. <laughs> it's true. Mate, um, okay. So one movie for the rest of your life, and this is hard, probably hard for you because you don't do them. Yeah, that's well. It's an easy one. Yeah, because none. One movie for the rest of my life. That's a hard question. That's a really hard yeah. question. Will Will? I interviewed Will. Yeah. Will Hancock Plumbing. Will Plumbing Hancock Plumbing. Plumbing Hancock Plumbing. We he he was on the so podcast two weeks twice. ago. Yeah. That's it. His middle name is Plumbing. He couldn't answer the question. Could he live? He didn't answer. He answered it today. He answered mm. it for me. He pulled me aside and goes, "I know what movie it is." Yeah. What was it? Big Trouble in Little China. I can I can attest. It's a great yeah. movie. I think for me, um, it'd have to it'd be a comedy. I can tell you the genre absolutely. Yeah. I have no interest, and it drives my wife insane. I have no interest in watching a drama, ever. Yeah. A drama series, a drama podcast, a drama movie, a horror movie, anything. Yeah. It's just, like I'd rather just giggle. Like yeah. I'd rather just laugh. If I'm sitting, like my life is stressful. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I for don't sure. need to come home and be stressed. For sure. And drives her up the wall. She's like, can't you just, you know, just watch it? I'm like, no, because I've become invested in it. Yeah. So, yeah, for watch me... Bridges in with me, darling. For me, it'd, it'd, be some, it'd be something like... It'd be something like Anchorman. Okay, well, that's a you good know, choice. Right? It'd be something yeah. just that just doesn't get... Like Super Troopers. Yep. Right? It's something that just doesn't get old that I can just sit down and just piss myself laughing every week. Yeah. It's funny every time. It'd yeah. be something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Broncos or Titans? Broncos every... I've been a Broncos member. Since uh, I had my, I've still got my first Broncos jersey. I got it when I was four. Okay, because they started. Well, they started in '89. '89. I got yeah. the first one. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still a member. Even power to, is that the one with power, power on the front? Got power on the front. Yeah, I wow. got a little kids one. Yeah, and, and now Heath's got it. My boy's yeah. got it. So Sweet. yeah, he, he's he's been a member as well. So even through all the dark times, it's been rough. It's been rough of late. I just I just do them because I can't get up to all the games. I just do a little fifty buck a year membership. Yeah. just to feel like I can get part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But because no, they always. need the money. They need the money. They need the money. Yeah. That's what they do for now. Yeah. Well, they need um, more players. But no, nah, yeah, always. Bro- when, when the Titans started, Titans are my second team. Yeah. But when the Titans started, I think I was 17, 18. If I moved to Sydney, I wouldn't switch to the Roosters. I had to just yeah, for keep sure. going. So, yeah. yeah. No, I'm still an Eagles supporter up here on the Goldie. Go the Eagles. I'm one of the seven. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, you know. It, you, Tra- it, traveling Manly fan. It is who you are. It's just it what is. you are. Yeah, well. Yeah. It's good to know. So um, we've we've spoken about uh, golf as your hobbies. Yeah. You got anything else that you that you're keen to do on your when you're away from work and when you got a minute? Anything else you do? No, I just uh, no, I just really thrive on golf. Uh, golf's the only thing. The reason I like golf is because it takes a lot of brain power. Yep. To be good at it, it is you. I mean, you know, it's five. It's five to ten percent physical. Yeah. Ninety percent mental. Yeah. And it's the only thing I can do which I concentrate so hard at that I don't think about work, family, kids, you know, stuff that I've got to do. Yep. I don't think about all my other responsibilities when I'm playing golf. And that, for me, strangely, is a holiday <laughs> because I've got so many things on, which is great. That's how I like my life. But it's nice to just have a, a thing to focus on. So I just, I love that. The other thing I, I used to always love doing is um, I used to ride motorbikes. I've always yep. had, I've had several road bikes and I've always said, to Penny, um, you know, when we were starting to think about kids and stuff, she basically said, "You can have a." I've always had mad fisherman. I'm a mad fisherman. I've always had. Well, a boat. if we keep going, mate, you're just going to keep pulling things out of that. Well, yeah, yeah. I've always had hobbies. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've always had an escape. Yeah, we've um, got a boat. You got a boat? Yeah, still got a, still got a fishing boat there. Um, but the wife, the wife pulled me aside and said, "All right, look, boats or bikes. Yeah, we can't have kid and boats and bikes and golf. <laughs> so boat, boats or bikes." And I said, "Well, I can take the kids on the boat." So sold the bikes, kept the boat, but she's always said. Um, now, and, is it, and, now is it boats or golf? Boats or golf? No, boats no. or golf. Well, we get, you know we'll go on the boat on Sunday. Like the boats a family thing now. Yeah. Like we go for breakfast and we just go over to Tiplis and come back. Yeah. I don't go fishing that much anymore, but 
the day I turned forty, it's it's been in it's been written in stone since the day you know that the bike left. Yeah. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to try and be successful. I'm going to try my ass off for my fortieth birthday. I'm on a Harley, and um, yeah, it's it's looking okay. Yeah, yeah, like for my birthday just gone, she rented me a Harley for the weekend. Saw that, yeah, yeah. So it was a really good present from her. She yeah. was awesome, and she jumped on the back, and we went down the the mountains and stuff. And yeah, that's. That's what's coming up. Okay. That's that's the goal. You gotta have goals yeah, for sure. Yeah, you have to reward so. yourself along the way. Yeah. Dream holiday destination. Ooh. Oh, personal or family? <laughs> no, this is about you. <laughs> this is about me. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. What's your dream holiday? Well, I, I I really like. I want to take the kids to. Obviously, I want to take the kids to the snow. I want to take the kids to Disneyland. Those are just some bucket yep. list things. Yep. I I would have two dream holidays. My First dream holiday was would be I would I'd love to see middle of the north middle of Australia the Catherine yeah you know the the freshwater creeks running through the Australian outback and go fish those rivers just places that I mean people get on a plane and they in my opinion people get on a plane and spend fifty grand seeing the seeing things that aren't as good as we've yeah, got you sure. can see from a car we live in one of the most incredible places and I'd love to do you know the Daintree rainforest and and Catherine and, and all that sort of, just that whole yeah, area. Yeah. And go fish those rivers and camp on the side of the river and do that. And, of course, there's about four or five golf courses in America that uh, that are on the bucket list. So yep. I'd love to get a few mates and do a, do a golf holiday. Yep. And go... Masters know, trip? Exactly. Walk the Masters when the Masters is on. Play Pebble Beach. Play Pebble Beach. Yep. Play TBC Sawgrass and just tick that off. I mean, that'd be... If you're available. Yeah. That'd be incredible. I've, I've, been, I've been trying to organise a Masters trip for... 12 or 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never quite got there. So yeah. for me, it's it'll be, it's it's probably my 50th. will probably be the thing that... Next week? Uh, Next no, it was four <laughs> years ago. It was four years ago. Had a lot of sickness. Yeah, yeah. You're a funny, funny guy. You're a funny guy, Sally. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. So, mate, um, well, any... we've done nothing else today. We've got a holiday planned, haven't we? Well, that's it. Well, there we go. So we're going to start playing for our Excellent. master's trip. You'll have to take up golf again. Do they have carts <laughs> in Augusta? If they don't, I'm not going. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's pretty hilly. Yeah. It's pretty hilly. Uh-huh. You know, they might just stay in one spot. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, just walk down to the 12th and yeah. just sit in Amen Corner. Beautiful. Yeah. With an well, mate, well, mate, that's it. Is that the it? Sudcast, that's it. That was mate, it. Yeah, that was it. I'm sure Liv is, you know, she's You've absolutely just raptured. You've got nothing usable here, do She's you? absolutely raptured. Nothing usable. Mate, you're a good number eight. Good number eight. You filled the spot perfectly. I tell you what, I've played a lot of football. I've never been called a good number eight. You're a good number eight. No, you're probably a good number two or a good number five. <laughs> yeah, I would think. But, yeah, number but, one, number yeah, one or one, five. One, two or five. One, two or five. But <clears throat> you, you, you filled in remarkably well as a number eight. Okay, that's a hollow compliment. Isn't no, it? you're in the top ten. You're in the top ten <laughs> for, of all time. For and, two more uh, weeks. Yeah, for two <laughs> more. You're in the top ten for two more weeks. But no, mate, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for taking some time out. Very good. Uh, we look forward to getting you back again and uh, talking some more shit. Excellent. Thank you, Greg. Very good. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Eek Inside the Panic Room. If you want to hear more of the chaos, make sure you follow us to stay up to date. Don't forget to give us a five-star review and check out our socials at Straight Up Digital.